0: Kia didn't just make an eight seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This
1: is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show after what was one of the busiest weekends we've seen in sport for a long, long time. And if you're a Kiwi fan, you'd be shattered and devastated because.
2: Tough weekend for the Kiwis. Yeah, tough weekend
1: for the Kiwis. But of course, the Cox plate, the GC500, the Matilda's played twice in four days, and so much more happens. Australia's most loved side. Yeah, they are at the moment, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Uh, it's just everybody's on board. Next game on Wednesday, so quick so turnaround, three games. I love watching them play. Yeah, it's good. I, I, I went to a, um, to the World Cup, absolutely loved it. Um, I'm 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 strapped firmly to the back of that bandwagon, and I'm not coming off. Absolutely, well, well, you I, just, as well? I just at what point do they start getting bagged? Because they're on the wave, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like in sport. I don't think
1: they will. You know why? Because they've got such a young team. And you know what I love about this, which is the second round of the Olympic qualifiers, mm. is that, you know, once upon a time when you represented Australia for soccer football, not everyone made themselves available. Yeah. They're just all
2: converging together because yeah. well, they know they've got
1: something special. Well,
2: I'll tell you, I mean, and I know we'll talk rugby, but yep. rugby is doing something that will, uh, I guess, engage all the best players to play for their nation at every opportunity when they play that's coming in in 2026, which is exciting. So
1: So the test match was outstanding as well between the Aussies and the Kiwis. Of course, we had the World Cup final, South Africa, back-to-back champions. We're going to get to that very soon as well. We've got the Kia top seven later on because there is so much uh, over the weekend. We're not going to be able to fit it all in. Uh, But in saying that, I suppose the biggest news out of the weekend, biggest news out of the weekend was the resignation of Eddie Jones, and that's brought to you by Cobra Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. And I don't know, is it, is it, was it expected, Rat?
2: I'm not happy, Sats. You're not to happy? To be honest, I'm, I'm really not happy about the, the, the situation that Rugby Australia finds itself in.
1: Are you not happy because of the decision of Eddie? Are you not happy with overall the state of Rugby Australia at the moment? Well, both. Yeah.
2: Um, I, you know, I feel like Eddie has betrayed... Phil Waugh, the CEO, yep. who, you know, they're both friends of mine. Um, I feel like Eddie came in, didn't get what he wanted, um, you know, has, has thrown his toys out of the cot and said, you know, I'm out of here. Uh, see you later and left Australian rugby in a horrible position. Now, uh, you know, I, I read his quotes and, you know, he said, you know, ma- maybe it's, it's now that they they, they realise that more needs to be done, basically. Um, well, he's right, uh, more does need to be done. And, and Eddie came into a job with a few demands, I guess on, on what he needed, um, but that was gonna that's a long term play. Yes. Um, he, he's not gonna get that in the first you know six to twelve months of him being in that position, whether or not Rugby Australia said they're not prepared to meet those demands in terms of restructuring, you know how players um, you know develop through the through the juniors up into you know the Wallaby system. Uh, I'm unsure, but yeah, look, I, I just think it's it's a disaster. Australian rugby at the moment, and you know I can only hope that um, some decisions are made because the, the buck's got to stop with someone. Yep. And and in my in my opinion, let's it's it's the executive chair um, who would have had to tick all the boxes for everything to go on. Um, well, look, someone's well things haven't gone well under his tenure, as far as I'm concerned.
1: And this is McLennan. McClellan. Hamish McLennan. Yeah, that's correct. So outside of McClennan as well, does the whole board need to be probed and scrutinised? Because they're the ones that would have ticked off collectively with yeah. bringing Eddie back into the role.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's no question about it. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a bigger it, it's it's bigger than just the Eddie thing.
1: So do, I, I agree. You yeah. know,
2: it's it's you know we're talking about who's going to be the next coach. The next coach is on. You know a. He, he, he's on a hiding to nothing sense, so you know, if things stay the same, I mean, wh- wh- where does you get more players from? What you know, where are we developing these players? What systems are they coming through? Where, where what's what's happening at grassroots level? How are we fostering the growth of the sport in this country? Because it's from everywhere else. Just not here. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had two Southern hemisphere teams in the world cup final over the weekend. Um, you know, South Africa and New Zealand. New, South Africa gave up on the on on Sansa and 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 went to Europe to play um, to play in that competition over there. And, and obviously, that's helped them that they've they've won the World Cup. Um, you know, Ireland and France unlucky not to be in the finals. They, you know, um, the strength of rugby is on the other side of the world. Mm. Um, New Zealand have a unique love and and passion for the game that fosters an inherent desire for every young Kiwi lad to play for the All Blacks. We don't have that here. Mm. We've got to develop a system that encourages our players or it gives them a a clear pathway where they can see a future in the game in Australia and and currently we just don't have it. So to to
1: take a a devil's advocate view of it, do you think Eddie Jones came into the role? I know you said the resources are going to be long term. Mm. You can't expect it all to happen overnight. Did he realise possibly, Rat, that do you think that he's looked at trying to make change, and there's, I suppose, the old brigade that have been there for so long, and to use a quote from you, got their noses in the trough. Mm. Do you think he's got to the – do you think he's come to the conclusion that I don't think this is ever going to improve and my coaching credentials are on the line here?
2: Well, Eddie's uh, not a young coach. Mm. He's been around, um, and and possibly you might be bang on their sets. He might have seen some things that just thought, yeah, I'm – I'm not stoked with this. Um, I have heard that, you know, from sources that, you know, things things weren't great between the administration and the coaching staff, and um, in terms of the demands. Um, To see a a guy like Chris Webb, who was the Australian manager, resign. Yes, Webb is one of the greatest human beings. Was he around when you were playing? Yeah, yeah, he he was my manager at the Waratahs back in the day, um, and then moved into the Wallabies one of the greatest human beings, one that would do anything for you and works his tail off to see him walk away, that that, that to me is saying something, you know. Um, That's
1: probably a bigger sign from us the outside looking in for you that knows the dynamics of a, a man like that who's so committed to the cause. That probably speaks, speaks more about the actual program at the moment mm. as opposed to Eddie himself.
2: Yeah, so look uh, there's a lot to fix sats there's a lot to get right um they've got a lot wrong uh, there's no question about that and and hopefully you know like like i've i've said before mate this is rock bottom Yep. i mean sometimes you got to get there to to work it exactly, out exactly yeah um but but uh, you know i've mentioned it time and time again uh, how many how many you know 13 14 15 you know, how many teenagers are excited to watch rugby mm. how many uh, how, how many how many teenagers are being engaged into the game, be it via, you know, good quality rugby they can easily access on TV? Well, very few.
1: Exactly. And yeah.
2: and the fans of the game at the moment are, are the guys my age and a little bit older. Yep. Um, well, mate, well, you've got, you got 15, 20 years left of them. Like, if you're not engaging that younger generation, your game's over in 10 or 15 years. You're done. Mm. And they need to fix some stuff. And they've got 10 or 15 years to get it right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very passionate rat as you should be uh, before we get to the break Stephen Larkham former legend of the game has been mentioned as a possible replacement
2: yep yep. I I think he I think he'd be good yep. I gee, I mean it, it could be the death knell to a coaching career though mm, yeah. you know that, that that's the reality he's doing before a good get started, yeah. yeah he's doing a good job with the Brumbies yep. he, he might be happy just to sit back and and say you know what I'll uh, I'll just sit back here and keep doing my job here with the Brumbies until I see some things change but yeah, look it's it's uh, yeah, I don't think they should be in any rush to appoint a point of coach just yep. yet. Yep. Strong opinion there from Rat here on Sports Day. Uh, let's get to the break.
1: After the break, we'll have a Suncorp safe. Who's safe from last week's performances? This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day.
0: day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival
1: GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat for a Monday night. With the storm season arriving here in Queensland, it's important to be safe, to be Suncorp safe with the Suncorp home resilience. Now, who's going to be safe? Now, we can, there's a lot of sports. We can, look, we can look at the rugby. We'll look at the Matildas. It's, it's fair to say that the Matildas will be safe to move through to the next round of yes, Olympic yes, qualifiers. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, well,
2: I, I think I think if they win their next game, they're in.
1: Chinese Taipei yes. on Wednesday night. Yes. And then they play two games against Canada in December, but I think they're friendlies. Yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, but they're going. So it's safe to
2: say they'll move through. And well, I, well, I think that's after what I witnessed um, with the kangaroos over the Kiwis.
1: 36-18, yeah.
2: Great win, G- I mean, the Kiwis were in it there. Um, I thought they were playing some pretty good footy, but uh, one scored per- they,
1: try, they scored a try yeah. right before halftime. half-time. Ronaldo, mortalo yeah, yeah. and we thought, okay, this is game on. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. Um, mate, who I think safe out of that game is Nico Hines.
1: So he came in for his debut. Both he and Flegler. And many thought that he was just going to be one of those players like he has been in origin and just going to make up the numbers, mm. experience the camp and see what it's like. But his involvement and his ability to play so many positions. Well, he can
2: play center in the halves. He can play fullback. You could check him on the wing if you had to. He could play uh, dummy half. He can play lock, dummy half. He yeah. could play lock. Yeah, play players a loose forward. Um, his versatility, I think, is what uh, adds so much value to him. And I, and I think... Given that versatility, I think he's safe.
1: And he threw that nice flat ball to Cam Murray, got the on the last outside try. of Jerome Hughes. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, So it's uh, it's interesting. So okay, so the last game against Samoa on the bench was Harry Grant, Lindsey Collins, Pat Carrigan, Ruben Cotter. Ruben
2: Cotter, yeah. So whose
1: position does he take?
2: Well, I think he takes Ruben Cotter's. Unfortunately. Um, just given they'll need the two middles, and they'll need uh, and Harry Green obviously plays that role off the bench, and he yeah. played it so well on the weekend. That's not changing. I think uh, I think he takes Ruben Cotter's spot.
1: So it looks like Nico Hines, yeah, Nico Hines is our Sports Day Safe Player of the Week. I think it's a good one, Ruben Cotter. Yeah, he may be the one that gets the tap on the shoulder. Get your home storm season ready. We're Sun Corb. Let's get to the break after it. Let's talk a little bit more of Rugby World Cup final. Kia didn't just make an 8-seat family
0: car, they made a Grand Utility Vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day, we'll be back in a moment. (laughs) Kia didn't just make an 8-seat family car, they made a Grand Utility Vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day.
1: Sports update, thanks to Ira Gear to save time and water. Ira Gear is here and the Rugby World Cup final. Mm, what a game. Feels, feels like it's... <laughs> are you serious? Oh, well, you being tongue-in-cheek Mate. there. No, i Well, it was full of everything, wasn't it? It was full well, well... of... The... Look, it was a nerve-wracking finish.
2: It was uh, controvers- controversy, controversy dr- throughout the game. Well, that's exactly right. That's given, given what they were playing for. Mm. I mean, it was it was a nerve-wracking. It was and 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 in a sense, it, I was excited watching it, like hoping that New Zealand would come over the top of South Africa. Um, yeah, look, three got,
1: amazing penalty goals from <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> Twelve eleven, the the uh, final score. Four
2: penalty goals. It was four. Um, sorry, yeah. Yeah, unlucky that uh, Bowden Barrett missed that, that shot at penalty uh, late in the game. I think if he kicks out, they, they go on and win it. But uh, back-to-back champions. Phenomenal. Yeah. And, and look, uh, as a the, there's there's no greater rivalry in world rugby as, than, than the All Blacks in the Springboks. Yeah, and you were
1: saying that. It's not Australia versus New nah, Zealand. It's nah, more New not Zealand versus South Africa. Yeah, yeah 100%.
2: Yeah. Uh, you speak to any Kiwi rugby player, and they'll tell you that. And you speak to any South African rugby player, and they'll tell you it's all about beating the All Blacks. Uh, the Springboks through the 50s, and yeah, they were class, you know, the mm-hmm. world's best team, Apartheid came in, they disappeared, came back one in 95 and it, it all started up again. So for that reason um, uh, it was an exciting you know, to, to see the two powerhouses go at it. Both uh, have won the World Cup three times. South Africa obviously have played in less World Cups than New Zealand, um, given the nature of uh, Apartheid. So you can say at that point they were, they were already up, but now they're certainly up having four World Cups to their name, back-to-back it's champions amazing, and that? what a phenomenal like side, like, I mean, to go back to back to, uh, I mean, they're, they're just such physically imposing players, as the, the South big Africans. Big aren't they? They're yep. B- I mean,
1: rugby union players are big anyway, rugby, but the South Africans are big, they're raw boned. they're oh. thick, they're just...
2: It's, Matt, I played with Tian Strauss yeah, at Cronulla. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I was sort of a bit in awe of Tian when he came over because I, I was a rugby... Was he a South African captain? Yeah, and yeah, switched yeah. to rugby well, league. Well, well, the reason why he left South African rugby was after the 95 World Cup, before the 95 World Cup, um, there was the Western Transvaal was, was where Francois Pinot was from yep. and he was from Cape Town. So, um, And the coach was a Transvaal coach of the South African side and he said he was going to make Francois... Captain, and he couldn't have Tian in the side as well because if it would create a, 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 a fracture within the within the within the squad. Yep. So we left him out completely, and that's really? when he came to, to rugby league. So I was like I, being a rugby guy. Like when Tian Strauss rocked up at Cronulla, I was like following him around like you know a <laughs> lost puppy, just thinking, wow, this is like a rugby union god. And, mate, he was one of the hardest men yeah. I ever ran on a football He's field with. He's a
1: big, big-boned man. Just Every time tough. he spoke to him, he got his knees, he got his hips, tough. got everything. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And, look, uh, you know, you're right, Sats. You know, these red cards and yellow cards and, you know, when it gets changed when they're off the field. And it's disappointing for the game. But, um, but you know, I think the out-and-out the, the out rugby fan now has just accepted it. Yep. Whereas the, the casual fan like yourself, who, you know, you, you, I wouldn't say you're a rugby fan, but no. you'll watch it when a big game's on. Yep. Um, It, it would draw a lot of frustration. I thought
1: it was disgraceful. Now, mm. that's what we're talking about is probably the biggest talking point was the All Blacks captain, Sam Kane, a yellow card for making contact with the head, shoulder yep. to head, 10 minutes, which is a yellow card. But while you're off, listeners, if you're not sure what the rules are, the VMO, which is the the video the, match official, they can study the contact while the game's playing out. And then they transfer a message down to the sideline to the poor guy that's got to go over to him and say, no, they've I've re-looked at it. They've upgraded <laughs> your red card. You can't go back on in the final. First time a red card has ever been played in a World Cup final history. Yeah. Since
2: 87. Incredibly disappointing. Um, I'll, South I'll,
1: Africa lost, got, got a, that, well, a they yellow got Two card yellow cards. Yeah. Two yellow
2: cards in the game. Their captain, um, he, he got yellow carded as well. So they were without you know, a full comp compliment for 20 minutes. But for 60 minutes, um, South Africa and New Zealand were down to 14 men, yeah. and, and that makes it hard. I uh, will say this. They were very valiant in defeat. I thought they'd, they'd, they'd done enough to, to get the job done in the end there. They looked the better side. But South Africa, they just did what they did in 95, just hung on and hung on and hung on. And when it mattered, they bored they the opposition <laughs> they, into while, submission. Well, they bashed them, <laughs> I can tell you that. But, you know, credit to Artie Surveyor. He was just He was just named um, World Rugby Player of the Year. Uh, the New Zealand number eight. Uh, phenomenal player. What mm. an athlete. I'd love to see him in a number 12 jersey. <laughs> How good would he be? Both
1: he and Richie Mawonga in rugby oh, league. Mate, very Amazing. Irrigir offers expert advice, better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigir is here. Stick around after the break. Kia top seven from the weekend's moments. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat
0: family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. (laughs) Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day.
1: What an outstanding weekend. I've got to say, we could have had a a Kia Top 7 part two. There's so many great performances. But let's kick it off, Rat, with number seven. Yeah,
2: number seven, the Matildas back on home soil with victories over Iran and the Philippines in front of record crowds.
1: Cut back. And now Vala.
3: 15 minutes on the clock. And the Matildas have their early goal. The cut back for Kerr. And that's two. And that's three inside the opening half
0: an hour. And the Matildas have just made the perfect start to the second half. 25 seconds
2: on the clock.
1: Outstanding. Mm. Outst- Mary Fowler, she is a superstar. Oh, she's
2: a gun. Mate. Unbelievable. Oh, there's she? a lot of good young girls coming through yeah. too.
1: Yeah, Number six in the care top seven, Willa Cox played. It was one of the all-time classics as Hong Kong-owned romantic warrior, Written by J-Mac, comes home late to snatch a historic victory. Alligator
3: blood at the 200, took the front. Romantic warrior, the outside. Alligator blood at the 100. Romantic warrior, Mr. Brightside. Still alligator blood. Mr. Brightside coming at it with romantic warrior. It's a photo finish. Mr. Brightside or
0: romantic warrior. It
1: was dead set of
2: nostril hair. Mm. Unbelievable ride as well yeah number five something the kiwis can be happy about over yes. the weekends the kiwi ferns they break their seven-year drought over the Gillaroos winning on the weekend
3: and new zealand for the first time since 2016 have knocked off the jillaroos what a moment for new zealand rugby league and the kiwi ferns
1: it was outstanding i was there for the game i called the main game and got to watch that game as well it was Jeez, it was a tough match. It was a really tough match. Number four, Lindsay Collins. Well, that's all he does. He scores tries in big Doesn't games. He? Scores a double for the fun. Kangaroos beating the Kiwis 36-18.
0: Ben Hunt into dummy half. Kicks up high and wide. And Edwards knocked it back. Here's the hammer. Here's the hammer. What a ball. What a ball. Try, an opportunistic try by Australia, but a magic pass by Hammersau when Lindsay Collins has scored. Murray, try-saving tackle there by Hughes, but for how much longer? And Lindsay's got a double!
1: Yeah, amazing. It was the old Kareem Abdul-Jabbar skyhook pass from Hammersau to uh, Mm.
2: Collins' first try. Number three, Rat. Number three, two epic battles on the weekend to finish the GC 500. Cam Waters pipping Shane Van Gisbergen. On Saturday, and then Dave Reynolds beats Brody Kosteki in uh, the final race yesterday. Waters
0: might be able to hang on, but it's going to be very, very close. He's got unbelievable
1: traction, Vegas Bergen. What's it like out the other side? What an outstanding supercar race! And I think yeah, the Cam Waters has ticked the box.
2: Waters is the winner at Surfers Paradise, but it is go. one lap Come to go. On, sure. It's 2,900
1: metres of racetrack. Can't oh. This
0: nail-biter is getting a up from Brodie. He's out the other side. And David Reynolds is able to put the pen into the middle and sticks together a race victory on the Gold Coast really? for the first time job, since 2018 right. for
2: him back in victory
1: lane. hearing say, finally. Yep. Finally someone beats Shane Van Gisbergen and something. <laughs> yeah, number two. Well, Australia it was a great game this late on Saturday oh,
2: night. Far out, didn't it go down to the wire? Perfect
1: time viewing as well for, for Australia and Kiwis as well. Uh, Final level thr- thriller in the Cricket World Cup when Australia beat New Zealand thanks to Amanis Laba's Shane runout.
3: Gotta keep going, they've got to run. Gotta get Jimmy Neeson back on strike. They simply must. Is he back? Is he back, Australia? Believe he is not. Australia believe he is not. Love a Shane again. Wocky hits. Can't get it through. Australia win. Australia won a magnificent
2: game of cricket. Yeah, I, I thought we were home after, with five overs to go. So and right, then just bang, Nisham. bang, bang. And yeah. just, wow. Is,
1: I, if I, Nisham stays in, Nisham, I, I, they think, win. I think the Kiwis win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Mm.
2: Number one, right? Number one, South Africa win the Rugby World Cup. 12-11 over the All Blacks to become back-to-back and first four-time champions of Rugby World Cup. The feed's good. Under pressure, the back is the clerk. It
1: spits away. New Zealand desperately trying to rip it back from the box. It's gone down. Who's coming up with it? That might be it. South Africa fulfilled their destiny as history makers. It's amazing, isn't it? To think that they didn't come into the World Cup in 1987 when everyone else started. Mm. Because of apartheid. And they finally come back in and win in 1995. And from there, they've now won more World Cups than the All Blacks. I
2: don't think they competed in 91 either. They didn't. 87, 91. 95 was their first. 95 was their first and and they they won it. Yeah. Phenomenal. Amazing. Mm.
1: Amazing. That's our Kia Top 7 for the weekend. So many great moments. Uh, Let's get to a break. The all-electric Kia EV6. Great sponsor of the show with up to 528 kilometres of range.
0: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day time for a racing update for racing queensland racing action continues every day across the sunshine state check out racingqueensland.com.au for where queensland is racing today
1: yeah it was racing everywhere again uh not only all of last week but uh, especially on the weekend as well and what's r- gambling really costing you chrissy nelson joins us from racing queensland how are you nelson going well
3: guys uh, great to chat to you again on what was a uh... Gee, what what a weekend of racing we had cox plate we mm. had uh, yeah we had massive racing group one racing in sydney as well we had a terrific meeting locally at Doomban. It just gets better every week surely it's got to stop eventually
2: did anything surprise you over the weekend
3: nelson uh no i think everything pretty much went to went to plan now i, I must say the cox plate winner i i i, I would say i wasn't keen i'd you can only go on what you saw at Flemington when uh, when he was beaten by Gold Trip in the Turnbull. So he had to improve a lot, and he did. I was a bit uh, lukewarm on him, but uh, he got the job done. But gee, it was a close finish. Mr Brightside looked as though he'd got there on the line on the fence and Alligator blood, looked as though he was home halfway down the straight and even probably three-quarters of the way down that short straight. So it was just an outstanding race. We had uh, Tom Kitten win the Group 1 in Sydney, which he so richly deserved. That was good to see. And we had some good performances locally. Uh, Preach. Doombin made it three straight wins. Rising Pacific made it three straight wins. So, yeah, good racing all around the joint, guys.
1: Nelson, in the Cox Plate. Let's add just a just a little bit under another twelve hundred metres with the Melbourne Cup. Is there anything that mm. sort of a lot of us from the outside looking in didn't see, but you saw some some of the uh, the place getters come home strong? That will cover that extra twelve hundred think- metres.
3: I think Gold Trip's the only one off the top of my head, and I haven't done a lot of uh, investigative work as yet, that would go to the Melbourne Cup. Of course, won the race uh, last year, and he looks uh, he looks on song. So, Although Mark Zara is uh, Gold Trip's usual rider, and he has committed to ride without a fight mm. in the Melbourne Cup, who, of course, won the Caulfield Cup a couple of weeks ago. But one thing about without a fight, guys, needs a dry track. So if the rain comes at Flemington, which is always possible, then you don't want to be anywhere near without a fight. So... Mark Zara will be looking to the skies, that's for sure. Just another uh, horse on the weekend we don't want to overlook was Antino, who ran second. Uh, unfortunately, bad luck again, beaten an eyelash, probably should have won. So that's three win, three runs in Melbourne, two very unlucky, and one win. So he's, uh, he's raced really well down there.
1: Yeah, nice. So where are we racing this week?
3: Well, we've got a... not well, not a quiet week, but it's certainly a lot quieter than it will be next week when we have about three million meetings on Tuesday, Melbourne mm. Cup Day. But... At the moment, we race at Kilcoi tomorrow. That's where the the, uh, week kicks off. Then we go to Doomban on Wednesday, Gatton on Thursday. Friday is at Ipswich. Saturday, they race at Aquas Bow Desert on the grass and Aquas Gold Coast on the poly. So a couple of meetings there. Uh, We race at Eagle Farm. That's our main meeting, of course. Toowoomba in the twilight zone. And then no Sunshine Coast on Sunday. They're saving themselves up for Melbourne Cup Day. There's a meeting at uh, Cairns instead. And and a couple of Country Cups, non-Tab fixtures. Home Hill, and Yapoon. So a couple of really good venues there this Saturday.
1: Yapoon, just near your fork. Check out <laughs> racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Was gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au and the Aquas Poly Track, I mean the Aquas Gold Coast Track Nelly Open, not far away, Also, Yeah,
3: not far away at all. I think they're saying... Uh, early December, I think yep. was the last that I heard, so sounds really good, that just looks great on the TV too
1: yeah. Outstanding, thanks thanks, mate, so let's talk on Wednesday
3: Will do, thanks guys
1: Thanks pal
0: Kia didn't just make an eight seat family car they made a grand utility vehicle Kia Carnival GUV This is Sports Day, we'll be back in a moment Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This
1: is Sports Day. Well, That's it for a Monday night after a massive weekend. Thank you for joining us on a Monday night. Sats and Rat for Sports Day. Tomorrow night, make sure you tune in because we're going to have former Wallaby and Brumbies legend Jeremy Paul, who was coached by Eddie Jones, big influence on Jeremy Paul's career, to get his opinion on the resignation of Eddie Jones over the weekend. This is Sats and Rat. Thank you, Rat. No worries, mate. See you tomorrow night.